0: Of music I'm Paul campanelli I am Kirk Pinchon. Kirk!
1: Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, man.
0: How you doing?
1: I'm doing quite well. Thank you for asking. All right.
0: Um, I, I guess we got some stuff. Yeah, I, I had this fun thing happen. All right. Was it today or yesterday? Maybe it was yesterday. I don't even remember. But um, just a little something that reminded me of why Twitter is fun. Because mm-hmm. Twitter's the worst, <laughs> as we all know. As we've all established
1: People. and witnessed. It's, it can be a shithole. Right.
0: First, we... Loved Facebook and then realized as a as a society that it's trash. Yeah. And then after that, we realized Twitter is trash. Yeah. it's just people arguing and fighting all it, the time. It really is. But here's what happened that made me remember why I like Twitter. Okay. I was listening to a song. It was Hard Drive by Evan Dando, you know, from the Lemonheads. I know the Lemonheads. Right. So it was from his first solo album. It's like 2002 or 2003. Mm -hmm. I was just enjoying the song. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a music nerd, it made me look up the album on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I saw on the Wikipedia article that... Ben Lee wrote that song, you know, the Australian, the young Australian singer-songwriter. Yes, that name is familiar, yes. Who I used to always confuse with Ben Queller at the time. Who's Ben Queller? He's another young dude who was a singer-songwriter. Anyway, I saw that Ben Lee wrote the song. I was like, oh, I guess it's a cover. Mm -hmm. So then I searched on YouTube trying to find, like, Ben Lee's version of the song. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't find Ben Lee doing the song at all. So then I was like, oh, I wonder if he maybe he wrote it for Evan Dando Mm -hmm. because I couldn't find any reference to Ben Lee doing the song anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I just got on Twitter and I tweeted at Ben Lee and I just said, hey, Ben, did you ever record your own version of hard drive? And like within (laughs) minutes, he (laughs) replied and he was like, and his answer was the best because he was like, I don't remember. (laughs) Maybe as a B-side. Oh
1: my and god! And then he said, "But
0: I think Evan Dando's is the definitive version anyway." So, and I said, "I, yep, I love his version too. That's why I asked because I was curious." So I didn't actually get an answer to my question, but yes. this whole thing from me like listening to the Evan Dando song and then like reading about the album yeah. and then having the question about Ben Lee. Uh, having recorded it or not And then asking Benley If he recorded it or not And him answering me Probably all happened Within like half an hour That's so 2018 Right I, So it reminded me Like yo that's great We just have direct access To celebrities yeah, We can find everything I mean, yeah
1: I'm impressed That he, he responded so fast Yeah I
0: mean well I find like if you just have A direct and specific yeah. question Mm-hmm. And not just like, oh Benly, I'm such a fan. Can you can you retweet this or say hi to me or yeah. some you know, some fanny thing like that? Yeah. But I really just had a straightforward question. Yeah. And also Ben Lee is not like a superstar. It's not like you could just tweet at Beyoncé if she's gonna get back to you in five yeah. minutes. Um And also, Beyonce 100% does not even manage her own Twitter. Because at a certain level of fame, you're just not doing your own social media. She's not even aware of what's going on Right, but that's also... Isn't that the first time it's happened that I've just been like, oh, hey, celebrity, question about your career? And they'll be like, answer about my career. And I'll be like, thanks. Yeah, see, Twitter Uh, (laughs) is good sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... That was lovely. I just wanted to tell that story. As yes, well, you should. Ben Lee was very polite. And even my reply where I was just like, yeah, Evan Dando's is great. That's why I asked. Thanks. And he liked my reply. Oh, there like, you okay. go. Yeah. I like how you're like, yeah, he's great. That's, yeah. 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 Two music nerds agreeing on something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay, now it's time to open the mailbag. All right. Guess who wrote to us? Your uncle? Uncle Mark. All right. Uncle Mark is still listening. Thank God. Yeah. He really liked our off-brand picks episode. Oh, so he said, hey, guys, this was an excellent episode. Saw a bunch of stuff new to me. Enjoyed Franco Battiato best. <laughs> Bruce Hack and Jacqueline Taev deserve closer looks as well. So I'm sorry he didn't specify The Steve Miller man. No, oh no, he has something to say about <laughs> oh, Steve okay. Miller. That's the next paragraph. Okay. I can't stand Steve Miller either. This is the only song I've ever heard by him that I like." Not referring to the Joker. He included a YouTube video of Steve Miller doing Ya Ya, which is a song of his from the 80s. Oh, That God. was a mind hit. I don't even know if I know that. It's an old cover tune with a nice, cheap little video. May have been Steve's attempt at a rebrand. I think it's from 1988. Wow, that's very late. Yeah. Wow. He also says, Fiona seems to have developed an attitude similar to my own. And then he sent us, a video of Fiona Apple talking to TMZ earlier this year. So if anyone wants to look that up on YouTube, the title of the video is Fiona Apple says sexual misconduct rampant in music, comma, all four times up at the Grammys. So that's her talking yeah. to TMZ at that's the That's very recent then. Okay. Yeah. So we had the question, we were like, where's Fiona yeah. Apple been? So as recently as January of this year, she was talking to TMZ about wow. times up. All right. Um, So, that's all Uncle Mark had to say, except he had one more thing to say that I'm saving for our next segment. Oh. Because now it's time for Don't At Me. Don't At Me. Don't At Me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the show when we each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music. But we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. Do not. Or Uncle Mark, who sent a don't at me, and I'm going to read his instead of saying one of mine. Oh, one. ah, nice. So I'll just say I have no preamble or postamble. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to express my own opinion on this matter. Mm-hmm. But this opinion isn't I'm not confirming or denying whether or not I share the opinion yes. but it's uncle mark it's
1: exclusively
0: owned yes. by uncle i am March. just being the i'm am, i am speaking for uncle yes. mark here. so this is what he had to say yes is in the top 5 maybe top 3 bands of all time don't at uncle mark and you that includes you don't at don't at us. no i won't okay. i won't what's um. your you told me <laughs> yes. before we recorded that you have a Don't At Me so spicy. So spicy. That you I had to write it down for the first down. time. I've it.
1: never written anything down. I yeah. wrote this down at work early Monday morning, and I've held it since now. Wow. I'm going to read it right now. Oh, that's a lot of text. I know. Okay. I literally wrote it. Did I'm not gonna, type it out. I'm going to buckle up. In a fury. Yeah. Get comfortable. In a fury? Yes. Okay, so... Fuck the movie A Star Is Born. (laughs) I'm going on the record saying that this movie sucks for the simple reason that it bags on pop music for not being quote-unquote authentic, a sentiment that is utter horseshit. Bradley Cooper's character, Jackson Maine, one of the dumbest fucking names in cinematic history, spouts off about how pop music isn't real, but his annoying, droning, plodding Americana rock is. Fuck that. Music is music, whether it's an acoustic guitar or a bank of synthesizers. One isn't more real than the other, and to say that it is, is elitist and pompous and frankly disingenuous. So, fuck A Star Is Born. Full disclosure, I haven't seen it. Don't at me.
0: (laughs) I won't at you, but I have a related question. Sure. Have you seen the Barbra Streisand Chris Christopherson of stars? Bits and pieces. It's just
1: like, it's kind of just more like goes over my head is something like when i was real young yeah it's kind of like oh it's, it's a cheesy thing where is this one everyone's
0: i uh i was at work where at 35 i'm easily the oldest person in the <clears> office yeah well <laughs> at Fort me Too. and um someone in the in the slack yesterday asked like has anyone else seen a star is born i really want to talk about it and i almost was like Uh, (laughs) the Chris Christopherson (laughs) Barbara Streisand one, but then I was like, no, I don't need to even more make myself the old guy (laughs) in the office.
1: You don't even need to bring up the, what was the other one? The one The Judy Garland one? Yes. And
0: and there's even one before that from like the 30s. Yeah, this is the fourth.
1: But we have, uh, we have several (laughs) mutual friends who are big fans of,
0: uh, Star Wars. Well, even, even the one from the 70s. I, well, the, the new one is supposed to be good, according to critics. Yes. I have not seen it. I have no opinion about it. Mm-hmm. But my understanding of the critical and cultural evaluation of the 70s one is that it's not
1: good. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah. Um, and according to me, this is not good either. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I still want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no. It could have a wrong opinion about... And I don't know if this counts as adding or whatever. but whatever. It could, it could have a wrong opinion about music, but still be a good movie. It could... But, but you, not for me. But you're not going to see it. No. Okay. Based on that. All right. Well, and, yeah. That's that's. Uh, I won't. I'll stop adding. <laughs> <out of laughs> <yet. I'll> stop adding. It's <laughs> so time for our trivia contest. Okay. Kirk and I will ask each other trivia questions from the music-themed expansion of the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all of the questions are about music from before 1985. Which means it's difficult. It's not easy. So if I get zero points again, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean I don't know anything about exactly. music.
1: Exactly. Last session was a dumpster fire. It was bad. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. And he,
0: even my father, who likes to play along and rub it in my face about how he does better all the time, was like, even I only got three of the questions <laughs> on that Well, part. okay, good. So Sir, we're not more. So <laughs> good. We may still be morons. Yeah, we may still be morons, <laughs> but this is uh, a different type of moron. But I know very well that I went first last time. So yes. I'll ask you. All right. uh, yes, that uh, is just, true. Uh, Wait, I get to go, line. you get to pick your card. That's right. You say knows? that like I didn't prove beyond the shadow <laughs> of a doubt last week that I do not cheese. Uh, okay, cover notes. What Beatles number one did Paul McCartney dissociate himself from after Phil Spector added strings and a women's chorus? I know the answer to this one. Let me read it again. This
1: is the part where I wish I liked the Beatles.
0: (laughs) Yeah, read more time. What Beatles number one did Paul McCartney dissociate himself from after Phil Spector added strings and a women's chorus?
1: Um, I know I know this. I just uh, don't know it. <laughs> um, now I'm going like, wait, what has strings and in the Do
0: You want a hint? I do want a hint. Phil Spector worked on their last released album.
1: Would it be... All You Need Is Love? Incorrect. Okay. The Long
0: and Winding Road. There's female singing in the Long and Winding Road? I I, I guess it's just like backing. Wow. The strings are definitely... I great. definitely now know the strings, yeah. And you know that in 2003 or four, Paul put together Let It Be Naked, which is a version of that album without all Phil Spector shit on it.
1: Are you f- a fan of that one?
0: Um, I'm a fan of both of them. I like Let It Be. I okay. like Let It Be a lot, actually. I think it's underappreciated. All right. But it may also just be that thing where... When you become overly familiar with an artist, you start to like the more obscure stuff. Yeah, not in a snobby way, but just because it seems like fresher to yeah. you. Yeah,
1: you want the different stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You asked me one question. Did
0: I put the card <laughs> in the put middle the of card the box? Away. <laughs> we only get one question. No, that's all right. I'll just ask the the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Questions from my it'd home. be funny yeah. if we were just choose, doing one game. Another card. We're doing one question to I absentmindedly put the card yes. back in the middle of the box. Okay. Uh, your mother should know. Which of the Marx Brothers played the piano? Uh, Chico. Yeah. Uh, I like that you pronounced it correct. That's the right one. I'm the big Marx Brothers. Yeah. Uh, 1950s. I didn't even look at the back of the card to make sure you were yeah. right. Yes. Uh, 50s. Who was the first woman to top the country charts? Pretty straightforward Tammy Wynette. Kitty Wells. Ugh. Have you ever heard of Kitty Wells? No. Neither have I. 1960s. Where in New York, New York State, did the band record music from Big Pink? Buffalo. Woodstock. Ugh. Uh After the Beatles. Which, wait, do you have, oh no, you have one. I have one. Which member of Simon and Garfunkel named his first solo album Angel Clare*? 50-50. Garfunkel. Correct. <laughs> it, felt, it felt like it. Yeah. Uh, And anything goes for that magical 3 out of (laughs) 10. That's right. What playwrights' works make up the world's longest LP set, totaling 137 discs? Keeping in mind that this is current only of 1985. I don't know if it's still the correct answer. What playwrights? What playwrights' works make up the world's longest LP set, totaling 137 discs.
1: I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say the obvious because that's Shakespeare. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, that's not a music question. Yeah. Although. Yeah. No. The name of the game is RPM edition: A History of Music. I it's guess not it's like a, yeah. recordings. Uh. Yeah. It, it seemed. It seemed
1: too easy to say Shakespeare. So, but then I was like, stuff. I was prepared game. to tell you you were yeah. overthinking yeah. it. Yeah. Before. I don't overthink it. Okay. All right. Three out of ten. All right. <claps> Boom. Yeah. All okay. right. Turn. Uh, here we go. Jeez. Alrighty, here we are. Cover note. Oh, uh, what Beatles soundtrack? What Beatles soundtrack LP cover is imitated on the back of the Knacks? Get the knack. What Beatles soundtrack LP, LP cover, cover is imitated on the back of the Knacks? Get the knack.
0: Now that's interesting because are they considering Hard Day's Night and Help soundtrack albums, which I never really did. The only soundtrack album is Yellow Submarine, but that can't be the answer, so I have to choose between Hard Day's Night and Help. I'm gonna go help. Hard Day's Night.
1: Motherfucker! <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh he's gonna be mad at that uh. one. <laughs> Alright, mom. Yeah. What stage accessory did Frank Sinatra boast he wields quote like a geisha girl uses her fan? What stage accessory did Frank Sinatra boast he wields, quote, like a geisha girl uses her fan? A microphone? Correct. Okay. 50s. What Elvis Opus was the top-selling LP of December 1957? Um, Huh. What Elvis Opus was the top-selling LP? LP? Of December...
0: 57. I'm trying to decide between his self titled album and 50,000 Elvis fans can't be wrong. And it may not be either of those, but those are the only two LPs I can think of, and I'm not sure about the dates on that. I'm going to say 50,000 Elvis fans can't be wrong. No. Oh, wait. Ask the question again. I'm not I know I'm already wrong. Ask the question again. What Elvis
1: Opus was the top selling LP of December fifty seven. It's a Christmas album. It's
0: like Blue Christmas.
1: Elvis' Christmas album. Oh, it's just called Elvis' yeah. Christmas album. How did oh, you okay. figure it out at the end at the end? Because
0: after I answered, I it was only then that December hit.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well you still got one. sixties. Um, what Brenda Lee Plea was number one the day Richard Nixon lost the 1960 presidential election.
0: 1960. Brenda Lee is fucking. What's her song? I confuse her with Leslie Gore. Um, so all I can think is it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Uh, what's her plea? And Brenda Lee, the only song I can think of right now is Black Around the Christmas Tree. Let's have a party i want to
1: be wanted oh, okay all right. all right so this one you're going to get i
0: only have one right yes you're so going to have i can't
1: even tie well you're going to have two all right uh i almost don't want to give you this <laughs> i just want to give you the point
0: i can't even well just ask the question what hollywood
1: what hollywood band got the knack with my sharona oh
0: the knack. yeah
1: as yeah, if yeah. two so you could tie
0: Oh, oh, I still have one left?
1: Yeah, you got oh. you got uh the Frank Sinatra one. Yeah. And uh, this one. And the knack. Yeah. Alright. It's for the tie. hmm Anything goes. What Austrian composer called rhythm the quote chief requisite in music? For Jack, Mozart.
0: Okay. oh that's right he's Austrian he's Austrian I forgot uh, that too I don't know where any of them are fucking from Me right. Me neither <laughs> but I will say I'm on a three game winning streak yeah man I feel real good I told you it was going to happen when yeah. I was in the middle of my streak I was gonna come this on. is a lesson people don't quit don't yeah. give up man uh, but that's it for the mini episode anything uh, do you have a valediction no okay
1: <laughs> bye later